0: Here's
1: a message from Ken LaVica.
0: All right, Cam Newton's been released. The rookie is starting at quarterback for the Patriots and Bill Belichick. This might sound shocking, but the coaching clock has started. Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark.
1: Gets it. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs>
0: Mac Jones starting at quarterback for the Patriots September 12th when the Dolphins go into New England. One thing we didn't see coming, the outright release of Cam Newton, a quarterback competition that ends in the release of a former NFL quarterback, and yeah, he's got the most championships of all time. He's arguably the greatest coach of all time, but Bill Belichick, you went with the rookie, and you do have a coaching clock, and that is... Go button has been pressed. Ken Levick live, featuring Cocal here on a Tuesday on ESPN 106.3. We're in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the actually fairly breezy and somewhat comfortable Intracoastal. Uh, it is Captain Competence Joe Rigotti with us here, pressing buttons, making sure that we stay in line. And again, you hear us on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app, and on your smart speaker. I was shocked. I mean, absolutely stunned today to hear and to see right around, oh, 10 o'clock Eastern time when Adam Schefter tweeted that Cam Newton was released. Mac Jones won the Patriots quarterback competition and Cam Newton is gone. Off the roster, not there for veteran leadership, not there to be a mentor, not there to even be a fallback weapon, but just outright released. And so Bill Belichick is going with the rookie. And this is, first, a piece of of commendation for Bill Belichick. Why keep Cam? I mean, honestly, you're going to have a guy that knows or thinks he can still start a guy that's going to be disappointed by the quarterback competition going the way it did. You saw what happened with Ryan Fitzpatrick and the boo-hoo crocodile tears after he was benched for Tua last year, and Fitzpatrick became a distraction. He was a distraction as he was seeking sympathy from South Florida and national media. It probably would have been easier to just punt Fitzpatrick out of the locker room. So instead, You have Mac Jones, who's able to surround himself with coaches. Everybody knows that he's the full-fledged number one. There's no disputing that, and that's a good job by Bill Belichick. That's a really good job by Bill Belichick. But I will not give, despite all the championships and all the accolades and uh, the pedestal putting that we do with uh, Bill Belichick, I am not going to treat him any differently from any other coach, Coming off of a season where he underperformed and didn't make the playoffs and opts to go with a rookie quarterback, he's not going to be handled with kid gloves. Mac Jones is going to be, from this point forward, the lasting legacy of Bill Belichick as a coach. He's got his championship legacy, his Brady legacy, but after running Brady out of New England, couldn't coexist with him any longer, opting to go with a rookie quarterback, Bill Belichick now is on the clock. And if Mac Jones doesn't work out, then Bill Belichick needs to be treated like every other NFL coach, and there will be questions about his future with the Patriots organization. Now that it's Mac Jones and Cam Newton's out the door, is Bill Belichick on a coaching clock? I say yes. 888 760 3776. 760 3776. Tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. I mean, Coquel, I, I get that there is going to be this impulse to give Bill Belichick a lifetime benefit of the doubt to get a Don Shula esque uh, Supreme Court nomination as a head coach you're basically there until death or until we feel you're too old to actually run an NFL locker room but in this modern day NFL and the way things ended in New England where Bill Belichick could have kept Tom Brady Bill Belichick had been trying to get rid of Brady for years before he eventually uh, pushed Brady out of New England this is self-inflicted from Belichick he failed with Cam Newton. That didn't go well last year. They did not play well. They did not look good. And now you have a rookie quarterback. You went and you got a first run quarterback. And just like any other coach, if Mac Jones doesn't pan out, then the Patriots should have a coaching decision to make.
2: I retweeted this at Real Coach K, 35 followers away from $3,000. At Real coach, Ken, what, uh,
0: that. Uh, is that? You trying to say you want 3,000 followers?
2: Yeah, th- if why don't you just is, say it? Whoever is my 3,000th follower gets an autographed picture of Ken LaVica, <laughs> by the way. That is a <laughs> I never agreed to, to that, we I never even I, discussed I that. I have documents that I need you to sign, and I'll just <laughs> slide it in there. That's okay. fine. All right, but Asante Samuel tweeted it. That's right. I'm using my Twitter to plug Asante Samuel's tweet. okay, talking about Bill Belichick cold blooded is an understatement, but without Brady, he is just another coach. That's Asante Samuel former Patriot, who says it about Belichick. So that's getting out there that people don't really think Brady, I mean, Belichick is anything without Brady. He's just another guy. And I kind of have to agree. You don't really hear former players heaping praise on Belichick. You always hear him heaping praise on the Patriot way. But was that culture Tom Brady's culture? And Belichick just happened to reap all the rewards? Is Belichick the guy who couldn't win in Cleveland? What is Belichick? We don't know, and Mac Jones may be the key to that.
0: So let's talk about Belichick for a second, okay? And again, you can't deny the rings. You can't deny that he maximized what he had on his roster year after year after year after year. But Bill Belichick is still the same guy that was married to Drew Bledsoe. Bill Belichick is still the guy that, let's be clear, you do not evaluate a quarterback and then take him in the sixth round thinking that, ah, yeah, we're going to use this guy. Tom Brady... Was the epitome of football luck in a previous life? Bill Belichick, back in uh, like the the uh, Copper Age, did something uh, that once he did something so positive for humanity that once he came back reincarnated, if you believe in that sort of thing, he was owed something, and that was Tom Brady. So Bill, Are you Bill agreed to be the Browns coach. Is that what happened?
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're like, all right, right, fine, fine,
0: fine. When you come back in another coaching life, uh, we'll we'll do something for you. But he, it, you don't you don't select a quarterback in the sixth round thinking there's our gem.
2: Do you know what team Sam Ellinger's on? Uh, Indianapolis. Okay, you're ruining my point. The point was you don't know who oh, Sam okay. Ellinger's on because he was a sixth round draft pick by the Colts. The
0: only like reason that? I know that is because he got hurt.
2: Oh. <laughs> and I saw it like two days
0: ago. You just used a bad example because it was current. But
2: that, that's who was six-round draft pick is. That's who Tom Brady is. Yeah. He was Sam Ellinger. Yeah.
0: Um. But Tom, But Sam Ellinger actually played in college. <laughs> Tom Brady didn't. He spent which, the time with a third baseman. Right, right. So that even furthers the point. Like, Drew Henson was the option <laughs> over Tom Brady. And so Bill Belichick lucked into Tom Brady. There's no other way to put it. Oh, but but he stuck with Tom Brady when Bledsoe was ready to come back. It's because they were winning at that point. Yeah, if
2: it wasn't for Mo Lewis obliterating Bledsoe, right. Tom We would Brady have never get seen
0: in. Tom Brady. It's not like at some point they said, "Ah, we drafted this sixth round quarterback for this exact moment. Tom, go save our season." That didn't happen. This was luck. And then, to Belichick's credit, he maximized that. Okay, that's great, good, excellent. But then. When he finally had the opportunity to bring in a quarterback and figure out a way to win without Brady, what happened with Cam? It was, it was bad last year. There were bad moments. There was never a connection. Uh, Cam struggled. It could have been the COVID that he battled before the season, but that team never got going. That team underperformed. That team missed the playoffs. So much so that the Patriots decided they were going to go get a rookie quarterback in Mac Jones. Mac Jones. And so they select him. You have the quarterback competition. This is truly the first time in Bill Belichick's career he is going to be tasked with actually grooming a rookie to be a franchise quarterback. He was not tasked with developing Tom Brady into the franchise quarterback. He fell into that. He tripped and fell into that. It's sort of like you're walking down the street and you get your leg cut out by a city bus and you win a 35 million dollar lawsuit that's awesome the
2: that was the analogy i was thinking of
0: too. <laughs> like tom brady was the city bus hit <laughs> belichick in the leg and belichick got a rich out of it okay and, and that's fine again he maximized it but we can't treat belichick like he is this hallowed being that is without criticism now that is without judgment now Because this, for the first time in his career, is him starting from scratch with a first-round rookie quarterback. And if he doesn't get it done here, it's the exact same situation that Brian Flores is in with Tua Tungavailoa. If Mac Jones doesn't work out, Bill Belichick needs to be judged and his position in New England needs to be evaluated. Bill Belichick is on the coaching clock. He's on the clock! For the first time in his career, Bill Belichick is legitimately on a coaching clock because he today went with Mac Jones. Do
2: you feel that? Do you feel it on your butt? The seat is getting warm. Oh, it's not hot yet,
0: but it's warm. (laughs) Is Bill Belichick now on the coaching clock. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm. Speaking of of warm butts, uh, if you're up north and it's the winter, and you have heated seats, there is no more satisfying feeling than the initial moments that the heat starts to warm up your butt.
2: See, as a coach who's coached before, Ken, for over a decade and has done terrible every single year, (laughs) I don't even put heated seats on in my car. I'd rather be cold because I don't like hot seats. That's it. I'm out. No hot seats for me.
0: (laughs) Just because of your coaching? Yeah,
2: because I feel like I'm going to get fired by my car. I don't want to get fired by anyone. I don't want a hot seat anywhere. All seats need to be... I put ice on my chairs.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, you're stupid. I, yes. I mean, let's go to Twitter. Eric <laughs> Callis tweets, Locked into Brady. How many coaches would take a sixth-round quarterback with three quarterbacks on the roster, keep him on the roster as the fourth quarterback as a rookie, and then when the $100 million starters ready to return from injury in 2001 say, Sorry, Brady gives us the best chance to win. Well, any coach with a brain would do so because Tom Brady had led the Patriots to a couple of victories. Okay? Like, th- that, that is common sense. You might as well stick with them. Might as well stick with them at that point. Like, that, that is not some regal accomplishment that Bill Belichick should be given the utmost credit for. Yeah. Bledsoe got hurt. Brady came in. They were able to manage their way to some wins. They decided to stick with the guy who was making the offense go. And then they decided to reap the benefits of a rare gem find in the sixth round that they lucked into and didn't intend to do. That's the story of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick.
2: And let's slow down with who the other quarterbacks were, because one was Michael Bishop out of Kansas State, who was a project quarterback at the time. The other one was John Fries out of Idaho. So it's not like he took him... <laughs> like This guy's acting like this magical veteran quarterback sitting on the bench. It was Michael Bishop, who played eight games that year, and... John Fries. So what you're saying,
0: it wasn't taking much to stay in that quarterback room if you no. had any semblance of talent. I think
2: if we were there, we might have been able to be like, all right, you guys can stay too. There yeah. was no one there. They had nothing.
0: You know what hurts this, this Belichick argument too about him being some uh, uh, some magical quarterback snake handler is that Brady then went on to another team and won a championship. Like They lucked into Brady. They lucked into him.
2: Okay. They, they literally had 34 year old John Fries out of Idaho. 34 year old, who no one's ever heard of. And Michael Bishop and Brady were both the young quarterbacks. Yeah. And they picked Brady because it's, they had nothing else. Because Drew bled so much, got hurt. It is
0: not unfair to say that Bill Belichick is on the coaching clock now. It, to me, he is on the coaching clock. Is he on the coaching clock? 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. It is conventional wisdom in the NFL. As soon as you uh, draft a first-round quarterback or a highly touted second-round quarterback, you deem him the future of the franchise, that clock starts. Brian Flores is in that clock right now. He's
2: tied tied to him.
0: Joe Philbin was on that clock with Ryan Tannehill. Joe Philbin got fired because Ryan Tannehill was not making any sort of progress as the Dolphins quarterback. That's why they went and got Adam Gase. Fair or not. Robert Sala, first-year head coach. He's tied to Zach Wilson. That's it. He's mm-hmm. on the clock. I, 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 I mean, uh, Kingsbury is tied to Kyler Murray. That's just how the NFL works. Now uh, you have Sam Darnold. Matt Rule has tied himself to Sam Darnold. He may, get a, different a,
2: situation. He may get a little past because he didn't draft him, so it wasn't originally his guy. Yeah. So if I'm them, I draft a rookie quarterback in the first round and restart my clock next year. <laughs> if i rule, you, know, you know what I mean? Get that extra time out of the deal.
0: But, like, from that standpoint, though, Stafford and McVeigh, they're tied together now. You went out, you spent a lot to go get that guy for, for championship or bust. That's a championship or bust situation
2: now. I mean, McVay is safe because just knowing him got nine other coaches head coaching jobs, so he'll land on his feet no matter what. Yeah but, you know with that organization,
0: yeah, but with that organization, yeah, well, he'll land on his feet somewhere, but with that organization, Bill Belichick might end up somewhere. But he's not exempt from the clock because he's Bill Belichick.
2: No, and every time Brady wins a Super Bowl like last year, that clock is being accelerated. Mm-hmm. Couldn't
0: you argue that the Dolphins would have been better off, and this might be blasphemous, the Dolphins would have been better off if Don Shula was, there was a decision made earlier that he wasn't, Fully maximizing the roster and what was around Dan Marino, couldn't you make that argument?
2: Yes, and you can make that argument about the Patriots. Everybody talks about the Patriots being cold blooded with their players. Well, if that's the or- what, what's helped you in the organization, maybe it's time to be cold blooded with your coach too. Yeah, Robert Kraft. But maybe it's time to say, "Hey, this is what's worked." When we see things that are past their time, we move along before it's too late. It may be time with Belichick.
0: This is this this feels like it's close to it for Cam, right? I don't I don't know where he ends up. I don't know if he's a starting quarterback anywhere else. Like maybe he goes to Denver. Look make this the You though. can make the argument he's better than Teddy Bridgewater. He's definitely better than Drew Locke. So maybe he lands there. But where else, where else would Cam Newton land where he can be a starter? Because I don't think he'd be happy as a backup. And I Josh Cohen tweeted this, and you'll hear him home team three to five today here on ESPN 1063, that he believed that there was a sit down. Bill Belichick told Cam, hey, Mac Jones won the job. Cam said, hey, um, I'm not uh, happy with that. Can you release me and give me another opportunity to go maybe find a team to start for? The Patriots said, yeah, sure, and that's how it went down. I wouldn't be surprised. I think that's very plausible, but the problem for Cam is I don't know if there's an actual team that benefits from
2: Cam Newton, the starter. There's a couple things Cam can do. He may be upset because he, his mindset was he was the starter in New England. So now like kind of like Carmelo Anthony, let's bring it to a basketball sense. Until he got his mind around the fact that he was a backup, he wasn't a good backup. And now that he's got his mind around it, he was really good in Portland. So with Cam, now that he knows he's going to be a backup, he may be okay entering somewhere as the backup. Or he could sit in late. NFL quarterbacks get hurt all the time. He could just show up when someone gets hurt and just sit on his couch ready to go. Yeah. Or there's Dallas where Dak Prescott's arm is going to fall off, so who knows what's open there. Well, Cam Cam might be an option for Dallas. That's actually not a bad call
0: where you go get Cam with the expectation that there might very realistically be playing time for you because your quarterback is made of glass. Um, Another thing that didn't help Cam, and I'm going to harp on it because this is true, Not being vaccinated is probably at least part of the reason Cam Newton is no longer in New England and did not win the starting job. Those five days he missed because it was too personal to discuss whether or not he got vaccinated, which means I didn't get the shot. Those five days he missed were massive, and I think that put Mac Jones over the top. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If you are the quarterback of an NFL franchise, Cam Newton, Carson Wentz especially, and Kirk Cousins, and you decide not to get vaccinated and put your team at that competitive disadvantage, you're not actually a leader in that locker room. You're not actually a face of that franchise. You're not worth the money that you're being paid to be the most important player in that locker room. You are Failing, as an example, and as a leader. Not just from a public health do-what's-right standpoint, but from a you're putting your team at a competitive disadvantage in a league where all that damn matters is wins and losses. Sorry, that's the truth. So Cam can stand by his vaccination convictions all he wants, but a reason why he is
2: jobless today is because he refused to get vaccinated. It could definitely play a part, and it could have been Put in Belichick's face, like, this is what could happen during the season. If someone else gets COVID, Cam can't test his way out of it mm-hmm. because he's not vaccinated. Right, right. So now Belichick just saw it. He's a creature of habit. We all know that about Belichick. And to know that a season can be disrupted at any point, he may be like, it's just not worth it at yeah. this point.
0: Yeah. I mean, there are a variety of reasons why Cam Newton did not beat out Mac Jones. But a big one of them, I think, is is probably the vaccination aspect of this. You cannot have your quarterback where you just don't know on a week-to-week basis if he's going to miss a game, if he's going to miss a series of practices, if he's going to miss multiple games. That's a problem. So you might as well, with as tight as the quarterback competition was, you might as well just go with the rookie, right? If you're Bill Belichick, you might as well just start the clock because you at least – know that you're going to have consistency, that the guy's actually going to be present in the locker room throughout
2: the course of 18 weeks. I wonder if, I know we'll never get the data on it, but the percentage of bubble players that got cut, who was vaccinated and who wasn't, because it had to factor, we'll never know, but it had to factor into decision-making. And
0: that wasn't supposed to, that wasn't supposed to factor in, but you know. It
2: has to. Yeah. Any kind of threat of you not being able to show up for your job factors in whether people want to say it or are allowed to say it. It matters. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it did seem like the cards were stacked against Cam from the start in the court of public opinion in New England. There was a groundswell of, we want Mac, we want Mac. And I'm not saying that Belichick was swayed by that at all, but it sort of felt like this is where that was ultimately going.
2: I think Mac Jones has proved himself that he wasn't for, that far behind Cam, where it's like, yeah. well, if they're going to be in the same ballpark, we might as well get the vaccinated rookie and restart my clock a little mm-hmm. bit. But it actually puts him on the clock, like you said. So I think it's one of those where – Mac Jones I mean, had the opportunity to prove he can do it. Can we be
0: clear though, too? I mean, what is Bill Belichick if he can, if Bill Belichick doesn't prove that he can't groom a rookie quarterback from scratch a first-round franchise quarterback, is that really it, does that really matter to yes. him anymore? Do you think
2: it does? It matters to me. My <laughs> Patriots hate is back. Okay. That's what got to happen today. Um, my Patriots hate is Cam blocked my hate a little bit. Oh my God! Do I hate the Patriots? But I'm not willing to
0: to to treat Bill Belichick with kid gloves, and I think somewhere deep down. Bill Belichick doesn't want to be treated with kid gloves. He might agree with us. Bill Belichick is on a clock now that he's going, really truly for the first time in his career, in the true traditional sense, he's going with a rookie franchise quarterback. Is Bill Belichick now on the clock or is he exempt from that type of stuff? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Let's head to Jupiter. That's where we find Brad. Brad, you're on Kentlavic Alive. What's going
1: on, Brad? How you doing, man? Uh, good, good show, guys. Thank you. Uh, I just wanted to say I think it's good radio. I, uh, I I got upset a little bit right away. It was Bill Belichick on the clock, but as you defended your points, like a good uh, felt like a good debate class. Uh, I <laughs> I uh, sort of swayed over to you guys, and I, and I agree. As he's tied to the quarterback, he is uh, mm-hmm. on the clock, and I do think that he appreciates that and appreciates the challenge and looks forward to. Making it, uh, you know, something in his career, and if it doesn't work out, uh, I think he just, you know, says goodbye, and they let him go, you know, in, in New England, and I don't think he coaches again.
0: Yeah, and he'll take his rings and say, hey, Ken, Coquel, Brad, bleep you, and then we'll say, okay, have a great retirement, have a great career. Like, that." That's if this doesn't work out, that's how it's going to end, and appreciate the call, Brad. And I do like the fact that we are clearly indoctrinating and brainwashing all of our fans here in Palm Beach County in the Treasure. County.
2: I also like anyone who calls in and says nice things about us. They should get more airtime. <laughs> so I blew it. Yeah. You uh, are, you, are, you, are you just I, about the to. Like, you guys have a great show. And you're like, yeah, Bill Belichick going to say bleep you, Brad.
1: And here's what's
0: going to happen. Rigotti, here's what's going to happen with Kokel. He's going to start taking compliments from callers and uh, he's just going to start giving up airtime to callers. Like, we're going to have the the Brad and Jupiter show at, like, 3 o'clock every day here on... Oh, that's Josh's time. At, like... Six o'clock. I almost gave him Evan's time then at 5 at, at 6 two. o'clock here on ESPN 106. Yeah. We don't even know who the host is going to be a even... in a
2: couple weeks. With the lineup change that's coming, we don't know who's going to happen at 2. It could be Brad and Jupiter it could or be. you, 888-760-3776. <laughs> Say something nice about us.
0: This is all going to end in Kokel just auctioning off airtime for his own pocket, for his own wallet. That We've felt. created a monster here. Uh, is Bill Belichick on the clock? 888-760-3776. 888 760 6-0-3-7-7-6.
2: If you're a team like the Ravens, right, and you're worried about Lamar Jackson being unvaccinated or getting hurt, would, oh, you think about, Lamar. would you think about taking a Cam and stashing him? Like, Cam, you're our 53rd person on your roster, but we don't want to see you at the facility. Go work out. Do your thing. Here's our playbook. Here's our, our whatever. So he's never around the other quarterback. So if something does happen, you have an outbreak, you have a Cam Newton on your roster ready to go? I
0: guess, but what if he... What if? Uh, what like if he, just him living his life, he gets caught up in an outbreak? And don't forget, you need to, if you leave the facility, if you leave the general area, you have to you have a five day reacclimation process. He can get an apartment. He can afford an apartment in Baltimore. Ken, <laughs> like, come I, on. I I just don't know if you have a quarterback room filled with unvaccinated guys. If that does you any good? Well, yeah,
2: that's why you stash him. Are you even listening, Brad? and Jupiter stash are just in a bubble? Just
0: in like, a no, bubble? No,
2: just not at the facility. Not around your other quarterbacks. And just have him there as that emergency uh, guy. I
0: don't know if Cam's that good to where it would make that big of a difference. Just go to Kirk Cousins ride right, and give him a plexiglass box. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't the Patriots? Belichick's is yeah. just not innovative. Think about it, man. Plexiglass Think box. inside the box. Uh huh. Even though it's an aerial virus, plexiglass box with the top open. <laughs> Even though the, the virus travels through the air. Right, Kirk? It's not real. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel here on ESPN 106.3. We are presented by the fau MBA Sport Management Program. Uh, the fau MBA Sport Management Program, they are teaching you how to get into the sports industry. Probably not going to teach you how to build a plexiglass COVID box, but they are going to teach you how to get into marketing or how to get into a front office job or how to get into communications. They are taking care of you with the wide, wide world of Uh, sports and there are jobs to be had it's the, the great thing about the sports industry is that it's always growing always growing now sports gambling is a part of this Cryptocurrency is a part of this. Uh, social media is a part of this. In the last five years, it's grown exponentially, and that is why the fau MBA Sport Management Program prepares you. It's very hard to just jump in. You need a runway. You need a red carpet to roll up, and that's what the fau MBA Sport Management Program does. Dr. Jim Reardon's been doing it for 22 years. That guy adapts better than anyone I've ever seen with his curriculum. His professors are in the sports industry. They're living it daily, daily. Now in 2021, they are telling you and teaching you what you need to know. I only talk about them because I have seen the success. I know people that have taken several, many that have gotten their MBA in sport management at FAU, taken the classes, and gone on to do great things. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, spring semester classes. You can sign up for them now. Don't wait. Act on this if you wanted to get into the sports industry. FAU.edu slash MBA sport. That's FAU.edu slash MBA sport. The craziest damned football story you're ever going to hear, and it happened at the high school level kind of over the weekend. He's Coquel. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776.
2: It's Ken LeVick Alive.
0: Presented by FAU-MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken Lavica and Chris Cokell. The strange case of Bishop Sycamore kind of high school on national TV playing IMG Academy over the weekend. Uh, And it is bizarre, it is weird, and it is ironic. And coincidental because we actually have breaking news on it as well. If you didn't hear about it, uh, we're going to catch you up. And then it is, I promise you, the craziest damn story you have ever heard. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel, Captain Competent Joe Rigotti with us as well. The podcast, we have it for you at the end of every single show. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel podcast. It's free. Subscribe to it. Get it right to your phone if you miss any part of the show. I promise we just have some fun. We give it to you in little bitty morsels or the whole damn hour. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. Again, wherever you get your podcast, it's free. Subscribe to it. All right. So over the weekend, Bishop Sycamore out of Ohio played IMG Academy. IMG, in case you're not aware, it's in Lakeland, right, Coquel? Is it in Bradenton? Uh, Maybe it's in Bradenton. Yeah, it's in Bradenton. How would you describe IMG? Because it's... You're it's the, high school players, but it, its whole purpose is like for excelling athletics. It
2: started as a – everyone knows how the tennis world people stop going to school and they start just training tennis all like the time. Like academy. And they take classes. Mm-hmm. And that's what started. Then they said, well, if this is working for tennis, let's try these other sports. And now they're – Football team, usually every class has like 37 sorry, 11 starters on either side has 37 D1 kids. Right, these these are all backups are going D1.
0: Right, these are all D1 kids. It's they don't compete for a state championship, they're not allowed to. But this is a place where if you go there, you're going D1.
2: The player who would have been next year's um, probably top 63 number one player, Kamari Wilson out of Fort Pierce Westwood. He left to go to IMG. Got it. That's just what happened. The best players in the state and kind of the country end up there.
0: And he'll end up at an SEC school, and that's just how this whole thing works. Our friend Steve Walsh was the coach at IMG for uh, a couple of seasons. So they usually play on ESPN early in the high school football season, nationally televised against another high school powerhouse from somewhere else in the country. This year, a school named Bishop Sycamore was the opponent for IMG Academy. Bishop Sycamore came in touted with several Division I prospects and offers and commitments. Uh, and so they took to the field on Sunday against IMG Academy. And it was 30 to nothing with six minutes left to go in the second quarter. In fact, the bloodletting was so bad that Anishinov, who is uh, the play by play broadcaster, does a lot of the high school stuff for ESPN, he basically just let it all out on the broadcast. Bishop Sycamore told us they had a number of Division I prospects on their roster to be frank, a lot of that we could not verify and they did not show up in our database, they did not show up in the databases of other recruiting services, so it's okay if that's what you're telling us, fine that's how we take it in from what we've seen so far, this is not a fair fight and and there's got to be a point now, Lutz, where you do worry about health and safety I already am worried about it. I, I think it's, um, this is this could potentially be dangerous
1: given the circumstances and the mismatch that we have here. And, um, and, and, and quite honestly, Bishop Sycamore doesn't have not only the frontline players, but they don't have the depth
0: in case something were to happen to their roster with maybe a kid or two here throughout the remaining two and a half quarters of this football game. So there were immediate questions about what they were actually seeing. Uh, and that. From, uh, from ESPN raised even more questions. What is this? What's happening here? So people began to dig, oh as they do on the oh, internet. Oh boy. And it turns out there was a lot more to Bishop Sycamore than what met the eye. So I read to you from the Columbus Dispatch, and hang with me, okay? After the game, which IMG won 58 to nothing, there were questions about Bishop Sycamore. ESPN itself did not schedule The game, which was part of the Geico ESPN high school football kickoff. Paragon Marketing Group took care of finding matchups and providing them to ESPN. ESPN said, quote, we regret this happened. We've discussed it with Paragon, which secured the matchup and handles the majority of our high school event scheduling. So they have passed the buck completely on to Paragon marketing. Hey, Mothership, if you need a high
2: school expert, I've been sitting here on <laughs> one of your airwaves.
0: Paragon president Rashid Ghazi told Awful Announcing he wished his company had done more due diligence <laughs> on Bishop Sycamore. Ghazi also said that Paragon was unaware Bishop Sycamore had played a game on Friday night in Pennsylvania, and would not have scheduled the matchup if they'd known. Let me focus on that for a second. Bishop Sycamore played Sunday against IMG Academy. They played a football game two nights prior.
2: That's a I've never
0: heard of that. That is not legal. That is not allowed. Bishop Sycamore on Friday lost 19-7 to Stowrocks before facing IMG. The head coach, Roy Johnson, and we'll talk about him in a second, said about 15 players played in both games. But cross-references from multiple people on Twitter showed that that number was exceedingly higher, and they played more than just small parts of the game, which
2: Johnson claimed. One of the ways you could tell that that happened, by the way, is because certain players had different color face masks from the rest of the team and completely different helmets.
0: And there were multiple shots of these Bishop Sycamore players on Sunday
2: sharing helmets with one another. Like, outright sharing helmets with one another. To be fair, I had to have that happen at one point at Forest Hill when I first took over, because when I got there, there was a youth program helmets in there, and I threw them all out because they're not safe and we had you but we were playing IMG <laughs> yeah on national television
0: right. IMG which is basically uh, the 15th member of the SEC we were playing Marine Christian on uh-huh. like a Tuesday cuz that was the day we could get refs so then there's this from the Columbus Dispatch it isn't clear if Bishop Sycamore is actually a school <laughs> The Ohio Department of Education lists no charter school by that name, but last year the department listed Bishop Sycamore as a, quote, non-chartered, non-tax-supported school, Mm. a type of school that, quote, because of truly held religious beliefs, chooses not to be chartered by the State Board of Education. They're not recognized by the Ohio High School Athletic Association, which further extends the point, how did Paragon Marketing not use the Internet? When they scheduled this game for IMG all it took was a Google search.
2: Yeah, they list the PO box as their address. So that should be the first sign of um maybe that school's not too good. We I mean we had that situation around here with Nations Academy in Port St. Lucie where I was like where is this school? Then I was the, recently can actually like 2 weeks ago I went to a Dollar Tree cuz that's where I can afford my groceries <laughs> and uh, I look over I'm like what is that building? It looks like a supermarket and I look and there's Nation written on the window yep. crossed out and I was like Oh, you were just in there. You just threw like a. You were a storefront.
0: The 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 state of Ohio lists Bishop Sycamore's mailing address as a PO box, like Coquel said. Its physical address is thirty five ninety nine Chiller Lane in Columbus. That's the address of an athletic complex, a public indoor sports facility.
2: I, and That's I, their address. I've I've seen a video of that. It's basically a big warehouse with turf on it. That's what it is.
0: Oh, man. The complex's contact for the school is an Andre Peterson, who the state also lists as the school's contact. Quote, I think he's like the coordinator, I guess you could say, a person from the public sports complex said. That's the guy apparently that's running the school. <sighs>
2: I mean, that is... so we talk about the breaking news about the warrant A yet?
0: recruiting address listed online comes back to the library at Franklin University in downtown Columbus. <laughs> so this whole thing is a sham. That's
2: all a big scam.
0: So the head coach, Roy Johnson, says that Bishop Sycamore has multiple teams. And so one team played in Pittsburgh, and one team played IMG Academy. Mm. Again, the problem is... There clearly were the same kids on video playing Friday that were playing Sunday against IMG Academy. More than 15 players.
2: And I don't know if we should be taking Roy Johnson at his word. Leroy Johnson is his official name due to his warrant that's active right now and pending lawsuits. Oh, I'm sorry. Multiple, civil, guess what kind of lawsuits? Fraud lawsuits. Against oh, shocking. Them. You don't say. You
0: don't say. By the way, Andrew Ivins, who covers recruiting, uh, I believe it's for uh, 247, it is, covers the Miami Hurricanes. He tweeted on Sunday, reading so many stories on Bishop Sycamore today, so let me share this one. They played a defender on Sunday that's originally a 2020 from Florida. The kid has reported over two dozen fake offers. He showed up once to a seven-on-seven tryout and used a fake ID, and his huddle video is fake. Amazing. So it turns out that also these offers that were claimed by Bishop Sycamore they don't exist.
2: To be clear, a 2020 kid isn't last year. No, that's two last years. Last year a is year. a 2020, a 2021 kid. This right. year's class is 2022. So that also
0: means that there are postgrads. There are 19 year olds and maybe
2: 20 year olds on this if Bishop Sycamore If you're two Sycamore years team. out, you're not postgrad anymore. You're JUCO. Yeah, like that's what you are. You are 20 years old. And the fake huddle account—that's that's a real thing that happens. I actually happen to be friends with a NAIA coach. And he's like, hey, he tweeted out a film of a kid that they offered. And I looked, and it happened to be, and this kid was supposed to be playing in, like, Texas somewhere. It was a kid from West Boca's film who I had spoken to and oh was helping God. with his recruiting. And I was like, that's this kid. And I called him. I was like, you need to go look up this kid's film. And he saw it was the same film. Yeah. So people try to run these scams, but usually you get caught. You don't get put on national television.
0: Um, The, the coach, Roy Johnson, apparently sent Awful announcing um, the roster of his kids. And tried to convince them that, oh, 10 of my kids have offers from D1 schools, but none of the names he gave cross-referenced with the roster that he gave awful announcing. So it's just a mystery. There are flat-out lies here. And again, if you're Paragon Marketing or ESPN, I mean, the ESPN broadcast said that uh, none of the names showed up in their databases. None of the offers showed up in their databases. Don't you think that's a red flag that there's issues? How does Paragon Marketing not use Google
2: to discover that Bishop Sycamore is not a real thing? I do that when kids in our area look up, like they tweet out they have offers. I go right to ESPN's database and I go right to Twenty Four Sevens database or Rivals. And if you're not on those, I'm like, "Mm," you got a letter from a school and you're calling it an offer. I can
0: go on Google and find
2: anything. I can
0: find a list of uh all of the eras of this planet i can find out things in geology i can find out what what the core of the earth is made of i can find a sex swing made out of apples like i can find anything you couldn't look up if Bishop Sycamore is a thing?
2: Tell me more about the sex wing
0: during the break. <laughs> I've actually never Googled sex wing apples, but I suppose there's probably something that two clicks away
2: on Google I could find. Joe, if you could look that up, but not on the work computer, that'd be great. Yeah, Thanks, yeah there's buddy. a firewall.
0: There's a firewall. Um, uh, I, 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 have, I have never truly heard about anything like this, but you mentioned Nations Academy. Yeah. And so, Which we played a big part of breaking that story, by yeah. the way. Nation's Academy is Port St. Lucie? Port St. Lucie. Uh, it is a school based out of a strip mall.
2: Yeah, it was a school
0: based it out of a strip It was a pool. school, and the CEO was a nut job. Uh, he went through a, a claim of racism where he said he was going to send a basketball player back to his home country, right?
2: Yep. Said he was going to send kids back to Haiti through all kinds of different words. There's multiple recordings that came out about him, about his basketball program. He was the CEO of school and also the basketball coach. First red flag.
0: It was a, a what they call a, a post-grad school, a prep school. I think that one was actually just a school. Okay. Or no, maybe it was a post-grad school. So, but they had a football program. And in fact, Bill Powers, former Jupiter Christian coach, was the head coach there and the director of football operations. And... So, basically, what, what the CEO did of Nations Academy is bought a six-bedroom house, promised these kids housing, and then brought in 40 kids to live in a six-bedroom house. They were, like, stacked on top of one another. The players claimed that there they were, like, days on end where they wouldn't get fed, they got, food wasn't prepared for them. They got them. a couple of
2: bags of groceries dropped off once a week that lasted three of the, the seven days.
0: I mean, that is completely unacceptable. Uh, They were forced to drive in automobiles that nobody actually had the proper license for, that had tires falling off and had issues with the automobiles, unsafe transportation. That was Nations Academy. That reminds me of this. Bishop Sycamore reminds me of the disaster that was Nations
2: Academy. Well, that's the problem with all these schools that are popping up left and right. You see them everywhere, whether it's just like, Northwest School of the Sea. You know, they're just popping up <laughs> in strip malls, and they're, they're all over there. I almost named a real school that I didn't want to do that. Uh-huh. So, the, you know, you see these schools everywhere because charter schools are big now because you don't have to follow as many rules, public schools, mm-hmm. private schools. And really, if the school hasn't been there a while and you don't, can't follow their accreditation, then don't go because you're only going to fall behind. We had a kid that me and you talked to, FAU was recruiting very heavily that I coached at one point. One of the reasons he ended up not getting into FAU is because he was at one of those type of schools, and those credits wouldn't be transferred over by the NCAA. So when he transferred into the high school his junior year, he was good with the high school, but the NCAA was like, that's not a real school. So he had to go try to make up all those credits, had to go juco route, it
0: derailed his whole career. That is bizarre. And then we get the news that Roy Johnson, the head coach has been relieved of his duties today. After all of the last two days of constant attention being paid to this fraud school that might not actually be a school,
2: he's fired. Mama, I'm happy to announce... I'm back coaching.
0: (laughs) Coquel is the new head coach at Bishop
2: Sycamore. EDS High School. Ken Levick
0: Levick live featuring Coquel. Just use Google. I mean, come on. Uh, Real quick, want to tell you about EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is, yes, EDS Air Conditioning. Uh, They have been doing it since 2006. Family owned and operated. They know the area. They know you don't want to be held hostage in your super hot home if your AC goes down. They're going to work around you with their scheduling appointment times. That's EDS Air Conditioning. They're a train comforts specialists. It's hard to stop a train. They use the best equipment. They want to make sure that the job is done and the job is done right. EDS air conditioning. EDS is yes. Get on Google and type EDS air conditioning or you can simply just type in edsairconditioning.com and you can get all the information that you need. You can find an appointment and get yourself cool. You don't want to deal with this heat. It's awful. EDS is yes. EDS air conditioning, edsairconditioning.com. We're going to talk about Bishop Sycamore and several other uh, topics as well, including Cam Newton's release with Pat Lawler of Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. He's our sports agent and sports law insider. When we return, Captain Competent is here. Joe Rigotti, he's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach,
1: you are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Lavica.
0: Oh man, Ken Lavica Live featuring Coquel. Just moments away from Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys, our sports agent and sports law insider. Uh, how about the return of JMP? Uh, to the uh, the weekday airwaves tonight. He'll be uh, in for Evan commercial free at five. JMP and Jeanette Javier. How about that? What a can what
2: a what a combo. That's a must listen though. I'm excited oh, to yeah. hear them go back and forth. I, I love it. I love when JMP's is back on. He's gonna have a lot of NFL nuggets. He's got a lot built up because you know he's been walking around these halls talking like he has a radio show for the <laughs> last bunch of months. The the Mount Vesuvius of radio. JMP, five bad. o'clock today. Volcano. Why did you say the volcano of radio?
0: Because Mount Vesuvius is a notable volcano. Is it, though? Yes, what it's one would... of the most famous volcanoes of all
2: time. That would have been like the Moana.
0: Have you ever heard of Pompeii? Pompeii doesn't exist anymore because of Mount Vesuvius.
2: I've heard of Pompeii. <laughs> okay, good. So, so use on the, the, the bigger same page. name. Why are you using the backup? The Mac Jones of radio? No, stop. Cam Newton? You're,
0: blow- you're blowing the sea. Volcano joke. Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. I'm sorry for that lead-in. My apologies. Uh, wanttolawyerup.com, wanttolawyerup.com. Pat Lawler joins us here, our sports agent and sports law insider, every single Tuesday. Uh, Pat, uh, before we we jump in here to Cam Newton, I do want to ask you real quick about this Bishop Sycamore story. They played IMG Academy. They might be a real school. They might not be a real school. They played a game two day a uh, two days prior before playing IMG Academy. Nobody could cross reference their players and any offers. Uh, these charter schools, and I know that you have kids who are in the high school realm and you follow athletics very very closely. Uh, prep schools, charter schools, and I don't want to paint it with a broad brush, but man. they're there is nationwide, and especially down here in South Florida, some sketchy things at the high school level,
1: right? Well, first, Ken, I want to let Coquel know I'll be his agent too when he applies for the head coaching job at Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> Let's I go, Matt.
2: Good. <laughs> nationwide
0: search. Let's go. Coquel's already got representation. Excellent.
1: And I will get him a hell of a deal, no fraud involved. <laughs>
2: Perfect. Yeah. I-, I want the fraud, though. <laughs> give me
0: extra fraud. <laughs> extra fraud. Yeah, that's how he got his radio career. Uh, but, but, man, it's just so sketchy. You've got to be really careful because there's so many promises, and very rarely do people deliver, it
1: feels like. Well, Ken, here's the situation, and I, I litigate. It's not very hard to find a scam if you really research yeah. it. I mean, this is pathetic, to be honest, that, that uh, both IMG and ESPN did not recognize that this team had so many issues with it. When there's so many, you know, legitimate teams that would love to be on national television on a game, I mean, this is just unconscionable, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it's gross. It's uh, Again, like I was saying, just Google it. Google it. That's all it takes. It's not that difficult. Uh, So let's talk, Cam. I was pretty surprised that he got outright released. Not all that surprised he lost the quarterback job, but then Bill Belichick and the front office make the decision that, hey, Cam, we we don't need your services. What happens now from an agent standpoint? He's going to want to search for a new team. How do you navigate through this?
1: Well, I mean – Cam's a physical specimen, a heck of a player, but the, the ego and the issues are what holding him back. Um, how do I navigate it? Uh, he can play. I mean, if he wants to be a starter, I don't think that's going to happen off the bat. I think you find a team where they have issues, and I like your analogy about these quarterbacks who are not covid vaccinate, I mean, vaccinated, that they're just one uh, restaurant away from getting COVID and being out for two games. Yeah. So That's the first thing I would look at, those teams that have issues and also teams that don't have really legitimate starting quarterbacks.
0: Uh, so I suppose that, uh, like we were speculating, Denver comes to mind there. The Dolphins, <laughs> stop. Uh, so uh, I mean, I, he will find a landing spot, but we'll have to uh, we'll have to see how that progresses. Coquel just continuing to take shots. Speaking of the Dolphins, though, he actually lucked his way into a transition. There's been so many rumors with Deshaun Watson. We talked about it at length <laughs> yesterday. Uh, the, uh, reports today that before the um, uh, the roster deadline, uh, the Texans don't appear as if they're going to do anything with Deshaun Watson. For now, he remains in Houston. If you're Deshaun Watson's agent, can you really try to get anything moving here? Are you sort of helpless and at the whim of others right now?
1: Uh, You're at the whims of the court system, let's be real. Um, There's baggage, and then there's a trainload of baggage. I mean, 22 civil claims, 10 criminal investigations, a grand jury indictment, FBI uh, that's way too much. I mean, the, he's not going anywhere because nobody wants him at this point. He is going to get indicted. I will tell you that I'd be shocked if he didn't get indicted with that many people making accusation. And when that comes, I mean, look what happened with Trevor Bauer. He was, uh, you know, mm-hmm. basically on leave. And, and I don't think he's going to play it down this year for any team. He's going to have to deal with legal issues, not going to jail. That's yeah. the way I see it based on my research of these issues.
0: So let's talk about the league investigations. Uh, I heard a caller into to Josh Cohen on the home team yesterday uh, talking about uh, the NFL investigations. Major League Baseball is doing their own investigation into Trevor Bauer. Who actually conducts these investigations for these leagues? What type of people are we talking about here?
1: Well, usually every league has their own in-house investigative team, which I think is part of the NFL and part of MLB, but they hire. Usually, they'll hire depending a civil matter like what you had with Washington. You had with uh, Incognito with the with the Dolphins would be more a civil law firm or something. This will be investigators to investigate criminal type activity. But you're you're walking on eggshells there because of the fact you have a criminal investigation, and with that come criminal charges. So nobody's going to want to speak up. So it's a very difficult investigation. But there's also side notes like people involved with the people who are making claims that will talk to you because they don't have any real dog in the fight. That's where they have to go. But it's mainly like X uh, could be except mainly ex FBI mm-hmm. uh, agents who are part of an investigative team. I know Louis Fries, the old ex X, ex, uh, you know, FBI director was part of a uh, investigative team. And that's who they look at guys who know how to dig in and get information. Uh, similar though, Ken, what teams do when they're uh, researching players to draft. Um, trying to find out issues are there but that's generally who gets involved in that do
0: you take league investigations seriously because i know some of the accusers of deshaun watson have said that they feel like the nfl investigators are cutting them off they're not allowing them to tell the full story uh do you think that that's plausible or do you generally think that the right steps are being taken and there's not a conflict of interest when a league investigates
1: I think there is a conflict of interest. I think their their interest is they want to keep the reputation of the NFL. Yeah. Um, and so they have to make sure that there's some type of, uh, you know, space between the league and the real investigators. I heard that, too. It's, it's kind of like almost uh, asking questions about what they're wearing, other questions about promiscuous from, nature and whether they knew what they were getting into. I mean, that kind of stuff does not need to come out through the NFL or MLB. Let that come out through the uh, criminal investigation or – civil investigation and nfl or mlb just needs to keep their mouth shut and wait to see what comes out of that because if they say something like they did with ray rice you remember that yeah. they came out and said some stuff and they look like fools
0: yep absolutely and they haven't recovered since then yep exactly because that has nothing to do with the actual conduct of the player and the reason that they're they're investigating pat awesome stuff as always uh coquel looks forward to your call uh about the bishop sycamore job that suddenly has become vacant so uh, appreciate your representation of coquel
1: Anytime, anytime. Pro bono. Pro bono. <laughs> That's my favorite, favorite word. Oh, I love
0: it. Appreciate <laughs> you, Pat. Thank you, buddy.
1: All right, guys, be good. Pat See Lawler,
0: you. Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. He has your back. Uh, wanttolawyerup.com for your free consultation, whether it's a slip and fall, whether it's a motorcycle accident, a boating accident, uh, an automobile accident, any personal injury matter, that's Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. They have a combined decades of experience in trials that are getting money for those that deserve it getting money for those getting compensation for those that deserve it that is pat lawler lawler and associates personal injury attorneys wanttolawyerup.com that's wanttolawyerup.com they have your back lawler and associates personal injury attorneys
2: i feel bad for pat cuz now i'm going to be going around town telling everybody he's my agent <laughs> he's just i mean that's a binding agreement we just went into uh,
0: i cannot believe that you have representation for anything
2: before i do it's an amazing thing and the, the amount of jobs i'm going to tell him i want and he's gonna be like uh, you're not gonna be the next ohio state coach.
0: Go <laughs> after bishop sycamore uh where, where are you gonna to leapfrog to
1: i mean uh
2: belichick's on the hot seat <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh yeah i i do like that you have a vision a vision for uh, your you you're on the come up
2: and i love that he has a vision of what we make in radio and decided that he'll work for free because i can't <laughs> afford anything
0: <laughs> no that's called realism <laughs> that, that that's just called living in reality uh Let's quickly get to our EDS Air Conditioning Coolest Moment of the Week.
1: Time now for the Coolest Moment of the
0: Week.
2: Cool. Cool, yeah.
1: The Coolest Moment of the Week is brought to you by EDS
0: Air Conditioning. Let's go to Sunday. Dolphins preseason finale. A minute and a half left, and I present to you Reed Sinnott.
2: (laughs) Sinnott under pressure, spins away from trouble has gotta let
0: it fly to the end zone. Did he catch that? For a you bet your ass he did. Sent it to win it. CBS on the call. The Dolphins win a thrilling preseason finale. That is the EDS air conditioning, coolest moment of the week. We will return tomorrow. We are done. Josh Cohen, and the home team at three. JMP and Jeanette at five commercial free.
2: JMPZ.
0: Can't you be excited about Josh as much as you are JMP? Josh
2: and Peasy. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Thanks to Captain Competent Joe Regatti, future Bishop Sycamore head coach Chris Coquel. I'm Kev Mavica. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll be live on ESPN one oh six three. I don't think that's their nickname. Bye. Rawr.